Welcome back to another episode of The Hawaii Couple. I'm Reed. And I'm Carrie. And we are going to update you guys on our upcoming pregnancy, which actually the baby could be born any single day now. So I know we've been uh, absent a few weeks, but you know we've been taking the time to prepare ourselves and our home and just get ready to welcome in a new life into our lives. And uh, we wanted to spend today to just kind of share with you, I guess, a little bit about how Carrie's feeling, uh, what's going on with the pregnancy, what we're expecting, a little bit about uh, what we're looking forward to. So uh, I guess let's just start off with the elephant in the room and how are you feeling? I'm feeling overall pretty good still. Um, Currently right now as we're recording this, I'm 38 weeks and 6 days, so tomorrow I should be 39 weeks. I just went to the doctor uh, yesterday, and I'm still not dilated yet. So, um, you know, I'm just wondering when she's coming because it's just been. It's I. I guess I I'm grateful that she is still uh, inside and that she is growing and she is still developing. Which you know I've read articles about. That, you know, the, the longer the baby stays in, at least till 40 weeks, then developmentally, they are more ready to come out. So I think, you know, I, I like that part of it. It, should, it. it is getting a little uncomfortable. Um, I am a little short of breath and <laughs> sleeping has been a little bit more challenging. But overall, really doing my best to keep active. Like Reed and I went to the gym this morning and we were, um, you know, I was able to just go on the treadmill and just kind of do some some light weights and things like that just just to stay active so i'm ready for labor and so physically you know i know it's uncomfortable but your belly has dropped a little bit i did notice that and other people have commented on that and you know our our cousin is a doctor and she was saying yesterday that you know it looks like that you're getting ready to give birth so it could be any day now. It could be another week. It could be after the 40 weeks. The funny thing is, as we talk to more people around their first first child or their first pregnancy, you get a bunch of conflicting stories on, you know, my baby came early and that's usually how first babies are. Others, it's no, first babies are usually late. Um, and, you know, you just kind of get out of the woodwork, all these people kind of sharing with you what their experience has been. And it really kind of clouds at least for me, it clouds um, what my thinking is around what's going to happen with ours, right? Like, is it better if they come early? Is it better if it stays until 40 weeks? Is it better if it stays until after? So it's kind of weird kind of going through this uh, period for the next maybe at least week or week and a half where it's kind of unknown. It could happen probably at any time. And uh, I know we have We've read and we've watched videos on the signs of pregnancy, you know, that could happen, which kind of would trigger when we think birth could happen. But then some people will tell you it just happens really quickly overnight. Like, you know, in a matter of hours, you can go from feeling zero, fine to... Well, zero dilation to like... Yeah, you know, to ready to give birth. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, what did your doctor say when you went to go see her? And I guess what is the next step in, in our progression? So next week, I'm going to go back for another appointment. She, she's going to check my dilation. And I guess because I'm um, an IVF uh, transplant. Is that a transplant? No, transfer. Sorry. I guess because I am an IVF transfer, uh, I think she just wants to be more careful with my pregnancy and all of that. So if I'm still not dilated next week, I might go back for another fetal ultrasound. And I might just double check and make sure everything is good with the baby. And then maybe at 40 weeks or even 41 weeks, we can talk about 
inducing if nothing is progressing at that point. But hopefully, you know, um, she does show some signs on her own. And, you know, there's a natural progression of just starting early labor and all of that. But so that's what I really hope will happen. We were joking because uh, out of all the embryos that we did uh, during this round of IVF, the embryos that we used for implantation for this successful pregnancy were embryos that developed late. So they were like day six or day seven embryos. And um, so we're just joking the other day that, you know, that's possibly why she's not ready to come out yet. She's still cooking in there and she may be late because of that. Um, it's also a little bit around Carrie's personality. <laughs> just a, just a little bit late. <laughs> but it's just, uh-huh. a, it's just a, a fun thing that we've been joking about. But, you know, I don't know because this is our first pregnancy and definitely because we did IVF, I don't know what's normal. And, um, you know, other people's experiences at this point in their pregnancy seem to be a little bit different. So we're just kind of taking it day by day and, and just kind of figuring, you know, when it happens, it happens, but making sure that we're prepared. And so maybe we can talk a little bit about, and you can share what you've been doing uh, as a mother going through this nesting phase, trying to prepare for uh, our daughter to come into this world. Well, I, I do think for me, it, it does help to curb the anxiety to kind of keep myself busy and to, uh, like Reed said, prepare. And maybe that's kind of what nesting does for a mother is just kind of gives you something else, gives to, you focus something on. else to focus on. And, you know, the, the waiting game of like, when is it going to happen? I mean, that's definitely like it's clouded my mind this whole time. But through this process, I'm also trying to make frozen meals for us. And so I... I made some vegetable soup, I made some um, muffins, and I made some beef stew, we we froze some meatballs, uh, we have a couple other things in the freezer, Reed's going to make a couple more things as well, and I think just in general, we are trying to prepare for after the fact, that we, after baby comes, you know, I've been getting the baby's room ready, we're pretty much almost done, I think we almost have everything, but... I feel like we're pre- preparing for like a, a guest. And I, I think we said this on the last podcast too, like, or, you know, one of the... Preparing for a house guest that'll never leave. Yes, yes. So it's been um, very fun. That that part of it has been fun, I think, preparing and just getting everything ready. Um, but again, I think that's what it has helped me to curb my anxiety. Oh, the other thing too is I, I read this book called Mindful Birthing, which I think for me, someone who is kind of scared to go into labor have I have a little bit of fear really helped because it it helped just bring everything back down to the breath and to meditation and um the foundation of the book is like based off of Buddhist principles which I am I'm Buddhist so I think it, I'm, I'm able to really connect with it and to really understand you know like trying to not go into labor with having fear but you know, a lot of it is how you think about it and your mind as you, or yeah, with your mind and staying calm throughout the process, working on the breathing. So aside from, you know, just preparing the home and preparing the baby's room and just getting all the odds and ends and uh, collecting all the things that we were fortunate enough to get from our showers and from our family and friends, a lot of hand-me-downs, you know, you know, I think we're, we're ready. I don't know if we're ready to be parents, but we're definitely ready to have somebody be here uh, and and occupy our space and time. And one of the things that I think 
it helps me to understand that I'm ready to be a father for the first time is, you know, I have a little anxiety for the first time in this entire pregnancy journey where I'm just kind of wondering and anxious for the baby to come because I, I want to be able to take care of the baby. I mm-hmm. want to be able to like help out, you know, Carrie's been kind of shouldering the load for the last nine plus months. And, you know, without um, being able to do much, not that you feel useless, but maybe, and we talked about this before, you just feel a little detached from the experience because you're not really able to do a lot for the pregnancy, so to speak. You can just still do stuff for the mom, but not necessarily for the baby that's growing. That's so true. I'm just excited and a little anxious for her to come out because I just want to be able to start helping and start to do things and take care and carry and coddle and that kind of stuff. You know, the things that I, I know I'm looking forward to doing. You know, Carrie right now has a unique connection to our daughter because she feels her every single day. And, you know, I don't really have that, I think. So uh, getting to the point where she's going to arrive is is making me um, excited. But at the same time, you know, you want her to to develop as much as you can in the womb and and get what you need so that when she comes out, she is as prepared to succeed in life as possible. But um, I, I'm not going to lie. If she came out today or tomorrow, I would be happy, you know, if it was even if it was a little early. So I don't know. That's kind of how I've been feeling maybe in the last week or so. Yeah, I think as new parents, too, we are anxiously waiting for her, you know, so like Reed said, too, I, I would definitely be like, oh, you know, it's time. Yay. But at the same time, I also understand that everyone's like, get your sleep in now. Like, you know, do as as much as you can now. Like Reed and I have been going on. What do we call it? What did somebody call it? Somebody called it quiet, quiet time. time or quiet like, dates. Have you had quiet, quiet time quiet with each time. other? And first we we're like, what what's quiet time? Because <laughs> living with Carrie, there's no such thing as quiet Excuse time. Excuse me. Reed is a louder person than I am. But um, quiet time in their explanation to us was just time together before the baby comes. And so we started doing that last week. We went to dinner. We went to go see a movie. Um, you know, tonight I think we're going to go to dinner and a movie. And, uh, the suggestion was made to us, you know, do the quiet time things that you're not going to do once the baby comes, like go see a movie, right? Like go out to a nice restaurant to eat because you may not get that opportunity for a little while. So we're going to take advantage of that. Definitely in the next week or so, uh, hopefully she stays in a little longer. Another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was, you know, what are we doing for work? Right. So um carrie like we outlined before is planning to stay at home for the next year so uh, she has nothing really right now no work commitments outside of her youtube channel and maybe helping out a little bit with uh, her family's performing arts program but for me uh, having just switched jobs recently you know i'm I'm working full-time but at the same time uh, having to accrue time off because i started a new company there you know, wasn't any qualification for FMLA, so I wasn't able to say I can I can be off for a certain period of time after the baby's born. So I'm planning to take a few days here or there, but I'm going to probably have to immediately go back to work, which I'm not too psyched about. But um, I know it makes me a little anxious. Yeah, I, th- I know it makes Carrie <laughs> a little anxious because she's her expectation, I think, at first was that I was going to be here for a long time to help and it would be two of us tag teaming the baby. But, um, you know, understandably, because I don't have that time off and we still need income, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have to go back to work and for the most part, try to work from home. But I know that's not going to be 100 percent feasible. Yeah. Uh, all of the, all of the time. But I'll tell you one thing I'm a little scared about. I'm a little scared about not getting sleep and then having to commute and then having to go to work all day oh, that, and then yeah. having to commute back home in the afternoon yeah. on, you know, just hours of sleep. 
here or there. And that's something I'm a little worried about because, you know, my job is very, it's not labor intensive. It is very um, thought intensive. And so, you know, I, I kind of need my my brain to be working to be effective at my job. And that's something that, um, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little fearful about. Well, I think too, when we have the baby and I, I know that Reed has to go back to work, so I will do my best to be the one to shoulder the load of all the feedings and all that kind of stuff, because I understand. I mean, we're not obviously in the perfect scenario or situation. Like, and I, I think, you know, no couple ever is, they just make it work. And, we are going to do that too. And we're going to make the first couple of months work um, and just do our best, you know, and we're very, very grateful to have family and to have friends around that, that I think will we'll be more than happy to help us if we reach out to them. And so I know that there's a lot of support there as well. Yeah, but not going to lie if I'm, you know, that I'm a little bit concerned about, you know, just how I'm going to perform you know, I'm a little older as a dad. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 42 in a few days. Reese's birthdays in a few days. So, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just a little worried about being extra tired and uh, talk about like midlife crisis, middle age syndrome. Oh my gosh. Um, But that, yeah, I'm, that's truthful. I think I'm just worried a little bit about that. It's funny because a friend who shall not be named was telling me this week, um, one of the things he did, he's like, I highly recommend it, but don't tell your wife you're doing it. <gasps> he's like, when you hear the baby cry. Just keep closing your eyes and pretend to sleep. And he's like, it seems mean, but you got to go to work. And he's like, after a while, she'll get it and she just won't wake you up. <laughs> so I was, I was cracking up because I thought that was such a funny story. But Would you do that? No, you know, I wouldn't do that. I told him, actually, it'd probably be the opposite. Right now, the bassinet's on my side of the bed. So I'd probably be the first one to get up. He's like, oh, no, you got to move that thing. <laughs> so it was just funny because... um you know, people have different perspectives on their experiences, and it's it's funny to listen to husbands and wives and moms and dads uh, tell you their stories about their firstborn and what they went through uh, when the baby first uh, came out. But yeah, I think that's just a, a little bit of a, a little bit of humor. But I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, because I I think that's the thing with new parents; you just don't know what to expect you know i mean you hear stories of people you hear how people do it but i think i feel like parenting and taking care of a new baby is something that until you do it yourself you really don't know what it's going to be like how you're going to feel and what the process is going to be like for you you know so i think for myself that's kind of where i i I, i'm talking to myself that i just need to give myself some time and some yeah, uh, just kind of be forgiving of of me for now, you know, and just if I if we make mistakes, we make mistakes, but um not to put so much pressure on I think either one of us, you know, and that we just have to go through this with our best intentions and at 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 our best and we just have to have our the best attitude and I mean it's easy to say now cuz we're still <laughs> we have all of the sleep and we you know, we we're eating well and we're sleeping well, but I think it, things change, and we just have to remember that. So let me ask you a question. What are some of your expectations, or how do you feel like our life will change after a baby is born? Well, everybody says, you know, it's lack of sleep. It's it's going to be, you're going to be so tired, and that's like the biggest change. But, you know, honestly, I'm not really thinking of that as being something that I'm expecting. I think um, one of the things that 
I'm expecting and the one of the things that I think is going to be uh, totally different is the amount of time that um, we selfishly put into ourselves and the things that we want to do. So if you think about it, right, you and I, sometimes collectively together, but individually mostly, are very selfish in the things that we want to do, right? If we want to work out or we want to go for a walk or we want to sit down and watch a movie or watch a TV show or you want to edit YouTube videos or I want to like browse the internet or, or I want to you know, watch sports, like all these things that we kind of just take for granted that we just do right now, we're going to have to be a little bit more unselfish and, and our time is going to be spent doing different things. And one of the things that made me realize this is this past week, you were babysitting our niece all week and, you know, the TV didn't go on once. And when it did, it was always on a kid's show. And I thought to myself, like, oh, this is going to be my life. Like watching Barney and Friends and PJ Mask, and you know, the music and, playing, and the music playing is all lullabies <laughs> and Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on repeat. And I'm thinking, wow, okay, my life is going to be totally different. You know, I can't listen to my podcast or my '80s music anymore. I'm going to have to be putting super simple songs on repeat on on Spotify. And th- those are the things that I think are going to be different. And I'm expecting it to be because obviously our life's going to be different. But you know, I, I just it made me kind of realize watching our niece this week that, you know, a lot of the things that we take for granted that we just do without even thinking that we're doing, we're not going to be able to do anymore. Yeah, and that's fine. True. It's a good thing. Right. But um, there's just going to be a lot more coordination that's going to need to happen between us and a lot of understanding, you know, and probably a lot of flexibility because we're going to have to flex the things that we want to do to a child. And that might sound a little selfish, but I think, you know, when you're 42 years old and you've never had a child, like I've probably conditioned myself for for a long period of time to just. You first. Yeah. It's always been me first. Right. And now it's going to have to be we or or she. Yeah. I I think that's definitely true. And also something I realized too this week. And um, this week I really wasn't able to edit any videos or to take any videos or to, um, to write a blog or anything. And that was fine, you know, because I I understood that uh, the time that we have with our niece, who's three years old, uh, or going to be three in August, um, is precious, you know. And I told Reed, I don't know, again, when we we would have this time again, because now we're going to have our own baby. And, you know, it just wouldn't be the same. So I knew that this week would be special. And I wanted it to be special for her, you know. So I really wanted to spend as much one-on-one time as possible. And, just make it really fun and exciting and make her feel a part of whatever we were doing, I think, um, and whatever activity we were doing. And I think that really um, just made her day. So I I really enjoyed having her around. And I think that when we have our own child, it, like Rita, it will be very similar that our time is not going to be necessi- necessarily ours anymore. And I, I definitely, it, I think... Every couple is different in how they want to spend their time, you know, and this is how I think Reed and I would choose to spend our time is to really put our child as a first priority. Priority, Obviously, I think we would have to figure out a schedule. Like if this was, if she was, if my niece was my child, I would have to figure out and build in time to do, do my own work and to be able to do my own things as well. But um, yeah, I think that'll come with time when we have our own. But I think that's something that all parents out there and they're, you know, parents that are listening are probably nodding their heads because you guys all had to, in some way, shape or form, build in time for yourselves into your schedule because, or even as a couple, build in time as a couple, because you, you don't 
want to lose sight of that just because you have a child, a child right? And, you know, you're taught to prioritize your marriage, prioritize your, your you know, self, your, your wellness, your, you know, taking care of yourself in all of this. And, and we want to make sure that we still do that because mm-hmm. that's going to keep us sane and happy. But at the same time, we're prioritizing another life, right? Yeah. So, so we have to make, we have to make There's going to be sacrifices. For- and, yeah you know, a, a new life and just the time that we're going to spend. Yeah. So a lot of life lessons and, you know, we're not, we're not uh pros at this. Uh, in fact, we're rookies and we're trying to figure this out. Uh, and maybe in a few days or a week, you know, when she comes, we're going to realize none of this makes sense. And we actually, <laughs> it's something else, but I think these are just our thoughts right now. And as we're coming down to the wire and preparing to welcome her into this world, you know, it's just stuff that I think are just, it's going through our minds and we just want to make sure that we're memorializing it somewhere so that we can go back and listen to it one day and go, you know what? We were totally wrong. We didn't know what we were talking about yeah, at we all. We didn't know what we were talking about <laughs> at all, but um, that's okay. But in the meantime, you know, we wanted to also get on here to let you guys know that we are coming up to 10,000 downloads. Woo-hoo. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank for you for all your, your support. support. We didn't ever think a year ago when we started this, and it's been about a year. Yes. And we didn't think about a year ago when we started this, we would ever get to this milestone, nor would we even want to get to this. I think we just started this as a hobby, and it's turned into a lot more, a great way for Carrie and I to connect and talk and really share our journey in life with you guys. And, and especially with this pregnancy going on, I guess, parallel to everything that we've been talking about in the podcast. Uh, It's very exciting for us. And, you know, without the help of all of our guests and um, a lot of arguments about pre-show planning, I don't think we would have gotten to this point of 10,000 downloads. So thank you to everyone who's downloaded, listened, and subscribed. And please, if you haven't, do so. It really does help us out. You know, we're not doing this for monetary purposes yet, but um, we want to get to that point where, you know, maybe we could. And I think the more support we get, it would be... um, you know, really helpful to get us to that journey. So thank you. Thank you so much. In the meantime, we're going to actually call this wraps for season two. And we're going to take a few weeks off because we know that the baby's coming soon. And I think it's going to be a little hectic around here during that time. (laughs) But we will come back towards the end of summer, updating everybody on what's going on and and what's been happening. And uh, hopefully, you know, introducing our baby girl to this this world and community that we've created. So thank you very much for... Uh, being in our corner and supporting us as we went through this journey yes thank you so much and we just appreciate you all and uh, as Reed said you know we look forward to a great season three with a new addition to our family and we will start to share more stories and lessons and things that we're learning along the way because I think that's what we love to do is just share our experiences with all of you so hopefully um if you're going through a similar thing or you know people that go that are going through similar things that we are going through you know you can share it with them as well you can still stay connected to us on social media we have our instagram the hawaii couple we have the hawaii couple podcast on facebook carrie has her youtube channel carrie tyra and her blog hawaiifoodandfamily.com Feel free as well to follow us on our individual social media links, which you can find on the Hawaii Couple Instagram. Stay connected with us because we'd love to still hear from you, even if we're going to be away for a short period of time. Videos will still be coming out on the YouTube channel. We look forward to connecting with all of you. All right. We'll talk to you guys in the next one. Be kind and stay together. Bye.